0: Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, proudly delivering healthcare services across Iowa, specializing in mental health, substance use disorder treatment, and medical care with a special focus on LGBTQIA healthcare. More at ucsonline.org. Today is Wednesday. It is the 21st of February. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. Republicans in the Iowa Senate have passed a bill they say is meant to guard against government interference in the exercise of religion, but opponents warn it could weaken other civil rights protections. IPR's Grant Gerlach has more. The Senate bill says state and local laws cannot restrict a person from observing their faith unless the government has a compelling interest. Republican Senator Jeff Taylor of Sioux Center says it gets back to the country's early principles. It doesn't mean that the courts can't
1: circumscribe freedom of religion, but it sets the bar very high as it ought to. It's a foundational right, it's a fundamental right, it's the very first one in changing the document of the Constitution in terms of the Bill of Rights.
0: The bill protects personal religious beliefs, whether or not they are part of a larger faith system. Democrats warn that leaves the door open to people using religion to justify discrimination against gay and transgender Iowans, or employers making it the basis for withholding health coverage for contraception or abortion. The Iowa Senate has voted to repeal a law that requires state and local boards and commissions to have an equal or nearly equal number of men and women, the gender balance requirement was passed in the late 1980s with the goal of helping women attain board positions and eventually elected office. Governor Kim Reynolds is asking lawmakers to end that requirement. Republican Senator Annette Sweeney of Iowa Falls says she's experienced discrimination based on her gender, but she doesn't want appointments to boards and commissions to be based on a gender quota.
1: I don't want to go to a, a, a meeting and say, hey, Annette, guess what? You're a token female because we had to fill the gender no i want to be there because i earned it
0: most democrats oppose the bill saying gender balance should still be required because gender discrimination is still prevalent the bill passed on a 32 15 vote the iowa house has approved a bill letting 16 and 17 year olds temporarily be in charge of children under the age of five in child care centers the original bill would have allowed older teens to manage infants and toddler rooms on their own if there were adults elsewhere in the building Representative Devin Wood is a Republican from Newmarket. She says the bill now says 16 and 17-year-olds could just briefly be in charge for five minutes or less during nap times or other breaks.
1: Having br- been brought this piece of legislation by child care providers in our state and knowing that we have um, young people in our state that have a passion for um, learning more about early childhood development and education, um, I am uh, happy to move this bill forward.
0: Democratic Representative Austin Baith of Des Moines says he's heard from child care centers that don't want older teens to be in charge of younger kids even for a short time. A new report says Iowa has the fastest growing rate of new cancers in the country. IPR's Natalie Krebs with more.
1: An estimated 21,000 Iowans will be diagnosed with cancer this year. That's according to the Iowa Cancer Registry's annual cancer in Iowa report. The report found Iowa has the second highest rate of new cancers in the country with the top new cancers being breast, prostate and lung. This year's report focused on the role of alcohol in increasing Iowans' risk for cancer. Mary Charlton is the director of the Iowa Cancer Registry at the University of Iowa. She says there's no one clear cause for cancer, but heavy alcohol use can damage someone's DNA and cell structure for years even after they quit. Some of those pieces of the pie are filled in for us by our genetics and history, other things that we cannot modify. I think of alcohol as one of those pieces that we do not want to fill in. According to the report, Iowa has one of the highest rates of binge drinking in the country.
0: The mayor of Washington is resigning effective March 1st. Cedar Rapids Gazette reports City Council has unanimously accepted a letter of resignation from Mayor Jaron Rosen. City officials had asked him to step down after a year of involuntary unpaid leave of absence while facing a charge of third-degree sexual abuse. It's here first from IPR News. This IPR podcast is supported by Cultivating Compassion, the Dr. Richard Deming Foundation, fostering causes that enrich the community, generate understanding, and cultivate compassion, including above and beyond cancer. More and more rural hospitals across the country have stopped delivering babies in recent years. Hospitals say it's due to many factors. It's harder to recruit staff like OBGYNs. Insurance also reimburses hospitals so little for deliveries. And overall, people are having fewer babies. This means those who are pregnant in rural areas have to drive farther for care and delivery. And that affects their health and safety. But IPR's Natalie Krebs reports some rural hospitals have found ways to make these units survive.
1: Jen Muse steps around construction equipment into a brand new labor and delivery room at Iowa Specialty Hospital in Clarion. This is going to be the infant resuscitation area, so every room will have its own warmer uh, ability to resuscitate um, the baby uh, in here as well. Muse oversees the hospital's OB unit. She says the expansion is long overdue. Iowa Specialty delivered nearly 600 babies last year. It's an insanely high number of births for a town that has less than 3,000 people. When construction is complete, eight of the hospital's 25 beds will be dedicated to labor and delivery. That bed management is still going to be sometimes a little tricky even with eight. But hopefully, we can make it work. At a time when many rural hospitals are making the tough choice to stop delivering babies, Iowa Specialty's OB unit is thriving. The reason is due in part to Iowa Specialty's partnership with maternal care clinics in the neighboring small towns of Boone, Webster City, and Clear Lake. Local OBGYN Daniel Gabrielson started these partnerships more than two decades ago. Gabrielson says he wanted to make sure women had local, more personalized care than they'd get at a bigger hospital. We built it up based on availability, getting patients in, treating patients like incredibly well, like just how you'd want to be treated and not making it such a system thing. This personal treatment is what brought Corinne Tudor back to Clarion on a recent snowy winter day. She lives in Webster City, a small town about a half hour south where the local hospital closed its labor and delivery unit in 2018. She got all her prenatal care at Dr. Gabrielson's local clinic there. And then she's come to Iowa Specialty to deliver the baby.
0: They're personal. They get to know you and check everything and make sure everything's okay and you're comfortable and just make sure everything's good.
1: Other rural hospitals are finding ways to make its labor and delivery unit work. A recent study surveyed rural hospital administrators nationwide and found they reported needing about 200 births per year in order to break even financially and make sure doctors were getting adequate experience for safety reasons. But the study found more than a third of rural hospitals continued to deliver babies, even though they were below the break-even threshold. The researchers asked the administrators why. And they said because our community needs it. Katie Bacchus-Cosimanal is with the University of Minnesota's Rural Health Research Center and is the lead author on the study. That was so striking to me, and it makes me think that there need to be some policy changes to make that more feasible when there are hospitals trying to serve their local patient populations and are struggling to do so. Floyd Valley Healthcare in Lamars is a good example of what Bacchus-Cosimanal's study found. The rural hospital in northwestern Iowa is remodeling its unit to expand and update its decades-old rooms. Tara Geddes is the chief nursing officer at the hospital. She says they found people were interested in going to a smaller hospital like Floyd Valley to give birth, but they didn't like its older facilities and small rooms. We're having more individuals or more families that want to deliver in that smaller kind of more personal care approach instead of going to the tertiary hospitals where they're just, it's so busy. Geddes says Floyd Valley hopes to increase births by around 50%. They deliver, they're coming through our clinics, they have our providers, their families are coming through, and so they just recognize Floyd Valley as being the place that they can get all of their care. She says the hospital still doesn't expect the unit to be profitable, but sees labor and delivery as one way to bring in more patients. I'm Natalie Krebs, IPR News.
0: This story was produced in partnership with Side Effects Public Media, a regional health reporting collaboration of NPR member stations across the Midwest, including IPR News. And that's here first from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. Have a great day.